Hello everyone, welcome to Weave's World. Another week, another show, and today we got a lot of things for you guys. Last week we were not here, we didn't have the chance to be with you, but this week we're here. Congratulations on belated Easter, because I was not here to congratulate you on the previous one. And what we're going to talk about this week is going to be a little bit different. First of all, I need to say welcome to all the new listeners because we've been doing some stuff and things are going to change to be a better quality. Why not? That's the thing. What we want is for audience to communicate with us as much as possible. So for that reason, as the topic this week is expectations and social norms and glass ceiling, even... um, family norms, family expectations, we asked some of our listeners to share some of their voice messages with us so we will be able to play them on the show. So that is what you're going to get new on the show for the very first time. Let's see how it's going to work out this time. But before going through any of the voices that we got right here, I got to tell you a little bit about how things are maybe in my country. Well, let's say for my generation. 20-something generation, uh, or even older. Of course, when you age, the whole thing is a lot more different. But for us, it's not the topic expectation. It's not something that is gender-specific. I cannot just be like, oh my God, only ladies got this, but then guys, they're free. But let's just be a little bit honest the pressure is a lot more on ladies than it is on the guys now this expectation can be anything it could be related to the society you're living in it could be related to the family it could be related to the culture they all exist in every single society or family doesn't really matter where you're from right i think we all have been there Me personally, coming here as someone who had no one, literally no one here that I knew beforehand uh, to start a new life at the age of 20-something without being married to someone, everything. This whole idea is like super foreign for people. They just think and they're like, damn, girl, no, why are you doing this? Why don't you just stay in your own country and do whatever it is other girls are doing? Can't you just live a normal life? Well, no. For people like me, that they want to break that glass ceiling down and feel free and do whatever you want and follow your dreams, it is not going to be easy. Well, no one actually said that it's going to be easy, but it's going to be even more difficult, let's say, double of whatever that it is for guys the obstacles are going to be a lot more for ladies especially if you look a little bit good as well then things are gonna go down and then you have to be very careful you have to make sure that i don't know you have the attitude that is appropriate for the workplace the uh, proper attitude for the society the proper attitude when you get on the taxi, everything. You need to be very careful. But I'm again saying, this is not gender specific. Just to give you a very tiny little bit of example of how it is not to go with other people's expectation, we're going to listen to the voice message that we have from Puyan right now. So take a listen. 
the story that I'm about to tell you goes back to almost two years ago. There was this very morning that I had to wake up early because I had a class to attend. Uh, it was the last day of the semester and, and I needed that present mark in my list. However, the night before I had uh, knocked back too much drink, so I was experiencing this hangover thing, you know the feeling, right? Um, I had to wake up and I did. I helped myself out of the bed, I went to the university, and the very first thing that I faced was a throng of people standing in the way, murmuring, and I asked them, okay, what is happening here? They said, we want to ditch the class, <laughs> and guess what? Uh, they actually asked me to join them, but that very moment I hit the ceiling and I said, no, uh, I killed myself coming to the university, in that very condition so I did not join him I went to the class the professor came and she saw me uh, sitting all by myself uh, and so she gave me this positive and present mark I don't know what happened to the others and yeah that was it expectation thing those people ex expected me to actually join him and dish the class with him but, you know, that's a rudimentary attitude of a student. We are not elementary students. And they, you know, expectation matters. I accept that. But sometimes people have to be logistic and have this in mind that maybe others have their own alibis and excuses to do okay. what they are doing. So as we got through so... whatever Puyan was saying about the expectation that, of course, there are so many expectations in the society, starting from something that happens in, let's say, university, something that was not a big deal. Let's say, well, I would do probably the same thing because, to be honest, I was the top student of the university. It's going to be super weird if I would be like, ah, you know what, let's not do this. But uh, what we're standing for right here and what we're talking about much more is that uh, things that you do in order to make other people feel good about themselves, about the choices that they make, whether it's a wrong choice or the right choice, that is also what makes the expectation go the wrong way, that they should not be that way. Like... When you do whatever it is that your friend wants you to do and you'll be like, but it's okay. No, it's okay because I want to make my friend feel good. So let's just do this. And then this escalates to another level saying the family, right? Your family will be... That's exactly what I did, major related, because they didn't want me to study English translation Oh, whatever, English. They didn't want me to study because they were like, oh, come on, you know English. Why do you need to go there? So I was like, yeah, okay, let's just study applied mathematics. And guess what, guys? That is difficult. You will cry your eyes out going through every single question. And I'm telling you, you won't be able to answer any of them going back to the first. It's just impossible, excruciating. And I am the lady who is like super hardworking. The people that they know me, they're already aware of that. But it was tough. I spent four years of my whole life trying to get all this together, trying to get to pass everything. And man, you fail in so many subjects that you're like, am I dumb or is this difficult? But then that is the part that I decided, well, of course, it took me a very long time, but I had to convince my family 
as well. And I don't think this is something that is culture related or、um, religion related or country related. It's not limited to anything. Any kind of family, they always want to for their kids to do what they were not able to do. So because my parents were not able to go to the university and have that high degree education, and they were like, "Oh my God, math is this great opportunity. Why don't you do it?" They wanted me to do it. And as I was just like, yes, ma'am. All right, whatever you say, I'm gonna do it. Well, I'm not like that at all anymore. But before that, I was totally like that. So I went on wasting four years of my life studying what I did not like, and then at the end of the day, without letting them know, I actually enrolled in one of the exams, and I decided to change my major, thinking that all right, Viv, if you're going to get accepted in this one. Then just open up and be like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm gonna go my way, and that's actually what happened. And I got super successful, so I got a better chance of job. I got this top university student and everything, and I was feeling like God in there. So I was like, okay, right now it's time to move on. And then I came here to have a new life, starting from zero. All of this were not the things that definitely your family will be like. Oh yeah, cool, do this. No matter how supportive they are, at the end of the day, they're like, "No, you're so far away. We cannot control you." If you know what I mean. If you have the protective family like the ones that I had, even though they're supportive, they they're always like, "But, but you know, still there's something there." But then I did what I wanted to do. Now looking back, I would never change anything. None of my decisions, even me going and studying that whatever major for four years, that got me thinking and realizing what I actually love, what I want to do with my life. Because there are a lot of times that we have no idea what we want to do in our lives. And to sum this up in a very best, the best way possible, we've got another voice coming up. This one,、uh, a very successful friend of mine. English-wise,、uh, he's gonna talk about almost the same problems that he had, and then see how he faced it. Listen up, see how it is going to go. Hi, my name is Sai. I was born into the family of two university professors, which pretty much defined what my future was supposed to be. I was to have a great education, go on to study at a top university, live my life as the esteemed son of two notable figures in a small city, and the rest you can probably guess. I played by that game probably up until the age of 18. That was when I got into university. Before that. I'd always wanted to spend some time away from all the responsibilities of school, just getting to know myself and what I enjoy doing and what I want to do for the rest of my life. But back then, I had always been encouraged to stick to my studies and leave that exploration for later on in university when、uh, I would have the time and the opportunity to do something like that. So I did, and I got into one of the top universities in Iran, in one of the top majors.
And then when I got into university, I said, okay, great. Now I have the chance to actually start experimenting with different things. However, the answer was, you know, you really should finish your bachelor's now that you're in university and maybe later on you'll get to... I stopped them there. That was, I was not going to play by that game anymore. I'd done it for 18 years and then now, at that time, it was time to change. I did more or less study, but I also spent the time there doing many different things, from working in an international student association, to working as a marketer for a year, to traveling throughout the different parts of the country. And you know what? In the end, the thing that mattered most to my parents was that I was happy, even though I didn't achieve that happiness through what they had envisioned for me. But it's when you do what you do, despite all the negative ideas that other people may have about it, and you just go through that and you achieve your results and you get what you were looking for, that people start looking up to you and say, hey, now that's a guy or girl who got what he wanted. Going through whatever Saeed just mentioned, that's a guy and a girl who I look up to. Now, what if we just regret the decision that we make and we will be like, oh my God, I wish I would have done it differently. I wish I would have followed the path that my parents told me. What you need, what we all need to remember, even me sitting right here, that every choice that we make right now in our lives gets us to where we are right now and help us to get to this understanding that we have right now the choice that I made the mistakes that I made in my life made me the viv that I am right now if I would have done things differently probably I wouldn't be the person I am right now why you know there are a lot of things that changes in you you evolve as you go through the problems in your life and you change and become a very different person whether it's a positive change or a negative thing change you're still going through it and you know what the fact that you decide to make a change in your life that is something so amazing and admirable you changing even a little bit of your life that is what people look up to and they're like when then they would look at you and think to themselves wow i've been doing i've been doing the same routine all these years and look even though the thing that she or he did did not go the same way that she wanted to, still she tried to change. She tried to do it her way. She tried to experience something new, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Because, come on, at the end of the day, all is left for all of us is the experience and also the friends that we make throughout that path. And you'll be surprised to know that there are so many people around you that they are going through the same thing. They are so tired of the same old routine. All they need is a little bit push, maybe from someone they know as a friend or like someone they look up to, like their idol, anyone, to see a little bit of that push and they would start thinking 
if she did it, if he did it, why can't I be the person who is doing it? So you start. The first thing is like baby steps. Mistakes happen all the time. Babies fall. We fall. And it's going to even cost a lot. Sometimes it's going to cost a fortune. But just the fact that you wanted to break that glass ceiling, you wanted to just put it all the way and be like, uh, no norm of society. I'm a person that I am and I have the choice to make whatever decision I want in my life and go down even the path that is less traveled by. I want to go that way. It doesn't really matter. These all make us proud of who you guys are. Make me proud of who I am. Make us love ourselves more and try to be a better person every single day. Don't go anywhere. Let's listen to a song for now. And then after that, we will come back with more of the voices. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Waves World, the second half of the show. I'm not crazy. It's just the second half of the show. Uh, welcome to the ones that they just tuned in, listening to the show. Uh, as we were just talking about the expectations and the glass ceiling, and I'm repeating this word so many times, man, and society norms and family norms and the expectation that they got from you and how we can just... It is okay if you break them. It is okay if you go ahead and do something else. Uh, what happened actually to me was the same thing as I was saying to you guys before, the ones that they tune in earlier. They already know. Uh, but the reason that I am right here was that I decided that, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. That's the end of it. I'm not going to follow whatever you're telling me because this is my life. At the end of the day, you're going to sit and you're going to be like, ah, oh, I followed the things that my mama told me or I followed the things that my dad told me. So that's why I'm miserable right now. At least when you are not like that, you know for a fact that, okay, I made this mistake. This is my own problem and I cannot do anything about it. So why not? Uh, the one voice message that I got for you right now is the one friend of mine whom I'm super proud of. And to be honest, when I first heard her voice I was like oh my god I gotta be her friend and then once we got to know each other I learned a lot of things from her she's a huge influence I could say on anybody's life and she's everyone's favorite person she's like the sweetest thing ever totally the opposite of what I am she loves everyone she gives everyone attention which sometimes is not good, but we're not getting there right now. Uh, let's just hear what she has to say about the fact that uh, she decided to change her life for a better one. And that's why where she is right now in her life. Hey, um, my name is Nusheen and I was born a couple of years into the so-called Islamic revolution of Iran. Um, my father was a prominent university professor and my mother a school teacher. I grew up in the heat of the revolution and uh, due to my father's position in society, uh, I also had to adapt and keep up with the norms of uh, the society at the time. Um, well, being me and due to my rebellious personality, I was constantly in a battle with family, school and authorities. Um, I wanted to dress differently. 
act differently and do things that were not normally accepted uh, and were so-called westernized. Um, the reason I would guess was because I went to school in England and then went back to Iran and that's when I experienced a clash of cultures, if I may say. Looking back and in retrospect, I say um, it is kind of bittersweet. Um, all those sneaky parties I went to or held at my place, um, secret phone calls or letters that we swapped with the boys in the neighborhood, and the promenades by the river and um, the secret looks and glances um, that we gave each other. Uh, while walking uh, on the riverbank um, are all sweet memories. Um, I'm not sure if I would have wanted a different um, childhood, let's say. I think I've learned something from um, every experience I've had and um, I would say I have grown up into a, um, let's say, not too bad of an adult. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Sobhan. I'm uh, 25 years old from Iran. Uh, I understand the topic is about expectations and this is actually something my country is full of. Um, there's always something people expect you to say or wear or even believe in. One of its uh, most common forms is something the Iranians call Tarof. I don't think this concept's got any equivalent in English because it's specific to our culture. Um, Taruf basically means that you might hear some comments or some offers from people who actually don't mean them. For example, um, suppose you're in a taxi and you reach your destination and you ask the driver how much is the fare, he might say, oh, it's nothing, you don't have to pay. And if you're not familiar with Tarof, you might think, oh, I guess I got a free ride, what a nice guy. But, but no, <laughs> you still have to pay. You're simply expected to reject his kindness and ask him the same question again, which this time he'll gladly tell you about the fare. This gets worse in family gatherings. Um, there are all sorts of tarofs there and you kind of just go along with it. Um, but for me, it's always jarring to say things that I actually don't mean. Um, again, this is something that's expected of you to say and if you don't, then uh, most people would find it uh, rude or unusual. Uh, so. This is something everyone in Iran has to deal with, but I do have some personal experience regarding these expectations. I live in Mashhad, which is a very religious city. Uh, most of them are Muslims. But back when I was a little younger, I really liked to have long hair. But in my city, it's, it was kind of unusual for boys to have long hair. So, if you were walking down the street like that, you'd get some weird looks or, you know, even comments from people passing by. I really hated it when it happened, but I never changed my mind. Um, 
it wasn't that I didn't care. I just realized what they're saying. It's not out of wisdom. Uh, it was out of something which I don't quite understand, but it wasn't wisdom. So why should I care? Uh, now that I think of it, I think it's because these people become uncomfortable when they see someone radically different from them. So they prefer everyone to be just like them, wear the things they wear, think like they think, and even uh, believe in what they believe in. So I guess those hateful comments are just their way of condemning the outliers, uh, the ones that are different, uh, in an attempt to feel superior over them. This was my experience in, you know, defying these society standards. But I really hope uh, a day would come that everyone respects diversity because it is diversity that creates innovation and, and progress. Uh, thank you for listening to my story. I, I love the whole show, especially your lovely host. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks and bye. Going through these two voices that we have, first of all, I need to thank all my people for recording these voices and preparing them for me in no time. Thank you so much. It means a lot. For Thank you for the support and everything. Uh, these two voices that we just listened to, the most important thing, the thing that they both had in common was the fact that they were living in religious areas of the city, but like... For the first one, it was a little bit different because she came from a very free society to a very limited one. The second one, he's already living there. What got the most the most important part of this whole thing, what caught my attention as the listener, not even the host of the show as a listener, was the fact that the second one mentioned that diversity creates innovation. That people, no matter what you're doing, if you're doing something that is not in their liking, they're just looking at you differently and they're like, what is wrong with this person? Why is she acting like that? Why is he wearing this? Why is he doing that? No matter what, people are going to judge you and we're just living, no matter where you're living, just the level of judgment will be a little bit high and low, but still right there. You cannot be somewhere and be like, this is perfect. This is heaven. No one is going to judge me for who I am because... Let's be honest, everyone is going to do that. So if you want to go ahead with your own path and do your own thing, you need to also be strong enough personality-wise to follow your path, not thinking about what other people think. Couple of your friends, you always need to have support, you know, family, friends. But if you only have, let's say, two, three people that they totally believe in you and they know that what you're doing right now at the end of the day is going to be fruitful. It's going to be what you have been wanting to do entire your life. If they are there to support you, you're good to go. Thank you everyone for listening to the show this week. Uh, if you have any experience with breaking the norms, the expectations, or the glass ceiling, let us know under the post that we have on our Facebook page, Vives World. If you want to send some of your voice messages, you can also do it through Facebook, or you can email them right back to me, which I'll be providing the email on the Facebook as well, so don't worry about that. 
Uh, next show will be Carolina's Deja Vu. For the people who know Polish, they can listen to the English ones. She knows English, but the show is not in English, unfortunately. So the Polish ones, listen to it. Guys, you got prize. So just stand right there. Do not change the station. Listen, maybe you're going to be the next winner. You'll never know. Uh, enjoy your weekends, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Till next week, same place, same time. Bye-bye.